Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Job Pod by Begin and Discover. Thanks for joining me. My name's Sam Winward. Uh, today we're going to be talking to the lovely Joe Westmoreland, who is a buyer's admin assistant at ASOS, that massive online uh, fashion platform that everybody has used to buy clothes off at some point. It's super insightful, really handy for anybody who's got an interest in fashion or just e-commerce in general. Uh, loads of different departments. It's a really interesting story. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, let us know your thoughts at the end. Cheers. Hi, Joe. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? You good? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. I'm very well. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, so, you know about the job pod, you know about Begin and Discover, what I'm trying to do. Um, yes. <clears throat> sorry if I sound a little croaky, by the way. I've got a bit of a, got a, bit of a cold at the moment. Um, yeah, so th- thank you so much for joining me. Um, basically, I want to know what you do and who you are to start off with, if you don't mind, for the listeners. <laughs> Of course. So my name's Jo. Um, I'm a buyer's admin assistant at ASOS. Cool. Um, yeah. What, what is that? What's a what's a, a that? What is an admin assistant? Buyer's admin assistant. <laughs> I mean, there is probably so much to cover. So super quickly. Yeah. Um, Go on. Thirty seconds. Give me give me a rundown of it. Gosh. Um. Thirty seconds. So essentially, you're in charge of all of the admin. Um. You're just there to kind of make sure that well my department specifically jersey day dresses um kind of in charge of just making sure that all the processes just run as smooth as possible to make sure all the product gets live on site in time so yeah yeah i guess so yeah for somebody who um doesn't understand like how asos it works obviously asos is a huge e-commerce yeah. it's huge there are so many different departments um how does it all how how is it all structured in a in a big how does it all work because i'm intrigued <laughs> i don't okay, know so we're talking literally like three thousand employees i think so what? there's obviously different sectors you've got finance you've got retail mm-hmm. um and within retail you've got sort of buying merchandising and it's all of like the product side of things. So buying kind of falls within retail. Yeah. Narrow down. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's so big, you kind of don't have anything to do with the other sectors at yeah, all. Yeah, really, fair enough. Um, but within retail, there's like so many different roles as production, merchandising, which to be completely honest with you, I didn't even know existed beforehand. So, um, <laughs> so there's just so much to it, but um, buying is a huge aspect of that as well. So that's kind of where we fall into. Yeah, and I, yeah. I'm talking like a dummy now, but as a buyer, you literally go and source suppliers, do you? And Okay, so this is the thing. So I literally didn't even know it existed. Um, <laughs> but essentially as a team, you look into what trends are kind of emerging and you look at the kind of colors that fall through under that and you look at the different styles you look at what sold well the year before and what didn't sell well and from that you kind of build the new season's range based off of the knowledge that you know 
Right. Okay. So, yeah. So it sounds like a lot of strategy goes into that as well. A hundred percent. And I think, um, well, I kind of briefly mentioned them, but alongside each buying team, you also have a merchandising team. Yeah. And they kind of look at all the numbers and they look at your budgets and they tell you how much money you have to spend yeah. on certain colors and certain styles. Yeah. So the way that the buying team behaves is like based on a lot of that as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, you kind of just like buy based on and design as well as a big aspect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Based of like things that you've learned from previous ranges. So it's all really like, there's a lot that goes into it. But do you work closely with all the designers as well? We do. So each department have um, their own design team. How many departments you, are there? <laughs> there are a lot. So considering, so you think, I think everyone else thinks it's just dresses. Yeah. But even within that, you've got branded dresses. So you've got like all of the high street, new look, everything. That's like on the other side. Yeah. And then you've got own brand, which underneath that then falls woven evening woven day jersey day and jersey evening dresses and it, that's basically down to like how the fabric's made so then so you've just got so many departments like it's and then each department's what like 10 people crikey so there's like the scale of it all is just massive all right fair enough god so <laughs> that's that that's actually mind-blowing because i, I get a lot of these a lot of people that are going to be listening to this are going to have no idea that that's how asos worked because i know obviously no. you can go into like finance you've probably got the marketing department which is a whole new side of it and strategy exactly. operations people that actually manage everything you know i know wow um cool so my other question is like how did you hear obviously Everybody knows about ASOS. I don't actually think I've met somebody that hasn't used ASOS. But how no, did you hear about this? Like, how did you, how did this all come around? How did you fall into this position? Like, so well, this is the thing. I genuinely like fell into it because I had no idea it even existed, as I said before. And um, I was actually doing a fashion internship at the time. Um, I knew that I wanted to be in fashion for sure, but I kind of thought the only way to do that would be like you had to be a fashion designer or something like I literally didn't know um so I was so I went um I was lucky enough that I knew someone who started their own like fashion label she started a lingerie brand yeah um and she needed a fashion assistant and I thought this was like the perfect opportunity I thought um to even get into fashion like fashion assistant would be the way to start yeah um sounds like it literally was like oh that's truly that's the only role like i literally yeah, yeah. didn't even have a clue so um i was with her for six months and i was kind of alongside her starting up this fashion brand which is really exciting that's really cool and, yeah so cool and i literally did everything with her and we were picking colors for like the new season and we were meeting with suppliers and we were going around to like different shops around London to do competitor research and stuff. Yeah. And I just loved it so much. And I was literally like, this is just like everything I want to do. Mm. And she was like, luckily she was a buyer beforehand. Right. So she was like, well, why don't you go into buying? Because this is everything that a buyer does. Right. And I was like, what do you mean going to buying? Like, <laughs> what even is that? And she like told me about it. And I was like, that's just completely like nailed on the head. Everything that I've like loved about this job in really? a role. Yeah. Um, 
so she put my CV forward to someone that she knew ASOS. Wow. Um, yeah, so this no. is where it all kind of like <laughs> falls into place. The network. Um, yeah, exactly. So I was really lucky that I did know someone. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't have to be the case at all because I think you still have to get the job. Like essentially, I think what that did for me was I went straight to a face-to-face interview because my CV was put forward, whereas everyone else had to do a phone interview and a video interview, and then you get your face-to-face interview. Yeah. Um, so okay. I think knowing someone, it kind of just like speeds the process up. But it gave you that platform to kind of understand what that role was. And that's yeah, what I, I, I find exactly. is how, how, did, how did all that come around? It's, it's just, Yeah, so I just like was lucky enough that I kind of had a buyer alongside me. Yeah. Um, and she kind of like told me what the job entailed and everything. So at least I knew what I was going into. Um, whereas yeah. I think like, if someone just told me this is a buying role, I'd literally be like, well, what is that? What even is yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I kind of like all just like fell into place quite nicely. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, the only way I would have really heard about that is because I went into, you just kind of have to be in the industry that you want to be in. Yeah. And then the people you meet, I mean, it just opens up all sorts of like knowledge into it all. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so that's how it worked out for me. Okay, cool. That's wicked. So how long have you been at ASOS now then? So I've just gone past the year and a half mark, I think. It's so it's like, like coming up to two years. Yeah. Whoa, blind. So has your role evolved at all? Has it changed? It has. I think it just naturally evolves with the knowledge that I've gained if that makes sense like yeah because the foundation of my role is literally just the admin side of things and there's just you just drown in admin like there is so much if you think that there's like like two million pounds of stock coming in a week like to get that even there in the first place is like mind-blowing yeah um but once you kind of like get the hang of that all and you can kind of manage your time a lot better you can kind of get all of that done yeah and then work on the more exciting aspects of the job which are like building the range alongside your buyer designing stuff with your design team putting forward like ideas of colors and styles that you want to wear that you kind of think are missing on site yeah um yeah and that's all like the exciting bits you want to do but you can't really do those things until you've nailed your own job yeah does that make sense yeah no totally Totally. which like when I first started I was like I can't do like there's just so much like I don't know what like you just kind of drown in it all if you're not really getting used to like the pace or anything um so I didn't have time for like the first like six months to maybe do anything that I was like actually excited about I know that doesn't sound great um it's like learning you're kind of you're just a big sponge with the first part aren't yeah, you? yeah exactly and you're kind of just trying to like nail the basics yeah absolutely. um so once you kind of like got that in the bag you just have so much more time to take on like a lot more of the exciting product aspects cool nice. um so, so yeah kind of that's how it changes that's really interesting. so what so my other question is why do yeah. you why do you continue to do it like what's why do you enjoy it so much so why do I continue to do it? Good question. So I would say that um, I just find it incredibly like exciting being able to see the process of when you first design something 
and then getting the sample up and then seeing that through until when it's like styled and shot and live on site. And then from there you can like track its sales and see why, if whether or not it's done well and why it hasn't done well, if it hasn't. Um, And I think that's just like really rewarding. I think when it's styled, like flies out. Yeah. And you were the one that picked the colour. I don't know. Straight wearing your design and be like, Oh my God, all the time. Really? Yeah. 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 That's like so it's so weird like just on the tube and stuff i'll be sat there in the summer and you see someone wearing like a floral dress and you're like yeah that was me um <laughs> oh, everyone, the rest of the team good. um yeah i know it's really cool so i find that really rewarding yeah um and i think another reason um another aspect i kind of really enjoy is like the development side so even the first stage yeah um I'll see something on Instagram or Pinterest that I really want to wear. And you can kind of, you collate all of these ideas and tears and you put it forward to a supplier and you think, and you say to them, like, can you essentially do something similar to this in this fabric? And you pick your color and you pick your fabrics and they send up a sample and it's like, what you, oh gosh, what you envisioned. And it's just really exciting to do that tiny little bit of like design aspect as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but sometimes, I mean, yeah, it comes up and it's not great, but it's just very hit and miss. I guess that changes over time though, right? As you become more... I mean, yeah, some people have it, I think, and some people just like, it's a struggle, but, um, Working but it is no exciting, yeah. <laughs> so, um, is this the same with most kind of, uh, online fashion brands or fashion kind of houses? as it were yeah <laughs> is, like, is this is this would would other companies have buyers etc and you know yeah so you've got um yeah there's there'll be like the opportunity to be a buyer's admin assistant i think there's so every fashion what do you not call it now fashion house yeah fashion <laughs> <house>? <laughs> you're like throwing it off uh, for me yeah um, so <laughs> yeah so every every high street fashion platform fashion platform fashion brand um, yeah, fashion. Yeah, brand. well, for sure, have buyers admin assistants. Um, so, well, yeah, sometimes you even go straight to an assistant buyer because that's your next role up. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so basically, um, quite interesting, but John Lewis don't actually have buyers admin assistants. They, they don't have, like, the levels within that. Right. That they'll train everyone from the offset to be an assistant buyer. So what are the levels then? Tell me in terms of like structure. So you go from entry buyer's admin assistant yeah. to established to senior before yeah. you become assistant buyer. And then you've got entry established senior again. Wow. Blimey. Does that make sense? A lot of um, Yeah. So this is, I mean, that's ASOS specifically, I think. John Lewis, like I said, you just go straight from buyer's admin to assistant buyer, which is really handy. Um, I think, I mean, I think that's a lot of stages. I think that yeah. might just be lost, I'm not even sure. Um, but you definitely, everyone will have buyers for sure. Yeah. Okay. So who is this role right for then? Like, what's the perfect, who, who would this be right for? So I think because you do spend your first few years doing a lot of admin, you definitely have to be passionate enough um, because you won't, I think the opportunity that I have to do all of the 
range building and the designing and the development and stuff is very team specific and buyer specific. Um, I think you do find yourself in other teams because you do get moved around quite a lot. Really? Um, that they don't always give their buyers admin assistants that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think to kind of like pull yourself through all of those not being able to do the exciting bits that you do want to do, you do have to be really passionate yeah. um, to kind of see that through. Um, as well as because you get moved teams a lot, I think it really helps be passionate about the product that you're working on. So I will always, I'll just be in a dress always. So the fact that I want to wear the product that I'm working on is really helpful. Yep. But um, I know that you can, I mean, you might be moved teams at literally any point. So I feel like with that, it's so easy to have your motivation levels go with you because you're just not a fan of the product. But if you're, if you're passionate about what you're doing, that kind of won't matter. And you'll kind of just take advantage of the fact that you're given a new challenge, I think, on a different team. Yeah, cool. Um, so that would be my main thing. And you've got to be really just the, the other you've just got to be so organized i think I the amount of how like quick everything goes yeah i can imagine it's a pretty quick turnaround just so fast paced yeah um, so i just i mean my two yeah i would definitely just think organized and super passionate would be yeah. okay cool key, and key. kind of i guess that links well to my next question is what's the, your best advice for somebody wanting to get into the, the kind of online fashion world <clears throat> they just come out of uni, or they just if they just come out of uni or they just come out of uh, like I don't know yeah finish their A levels or co- come out of college for example like what mm-hmm. what's the best bit of advice you could probably give somebody? So yeah, I mean, um, building on from before, as passionate as you could possibly be for sure, because I think yeah. um, where there are so many buyers admin assistants, it's really hard to, especially where your job role is essentially just admin for the most yeah. part um the passion will kind of really shine through and that's what will make you stand out above other people because i don't think the job role gives you much opportunity to stand out or do anything outside of your job role as much okay that you can't you've got to really i think that's the only thing that can really like push you through above other people really um but other than that, I'd also say that um, I think I came in very, um, what's the word, like fearful almost, of like making mistakes because the mistakes you make have such big effects. Really? That, um, my advice looking back would definitely be like just give it everything and like it's so inevitable that you're going to make the mistakes that you make because... Better to make early. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Of the sheer like workload that you have, like mistakes are just going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think I was originally quite fearful of one, not sure, like not confident on the career path I wanted to go into anyway. Yeah. And that fear kind of like carried on through. And you make a mistake, and you're just so. I was so self-critical, and I was like oh my God, I've made a mistake. And you can see it in my mood and like my motivation levels. It just kind of like carries through. Yeah, yeah. You have to report them back to management and your buyer and it's just like, oh my God. Because <laughs> um, I, I think I remember like the first mistake I made, I let a style slip and it just delayed everything. 
So we had like a really high summer style selling in December, I think, and it just didn't sell. Oh, and it was just sat in the warehouse and it was taking up selling space. And I was like, oh my God, sorry. Oh, um, but I think- That won't happen again. <laughs> no, please, it won't happen again. Um, but it's just like so inevitable. And I think um, to just, my advice would just be like to go back and say, like, it's so normal. Like, it's fine. Just like not let those motivation levels kind of like sink down as a result. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that's mainly it for me with that one. Cool. Could get um, about my mistakes for ages. <laughs> I'm 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 just thinking if if there if I was a if I was somebody who was interested in fashion going into that world. Yeah. Anything else that I w- would want to know because I feel like I've I've got quite a lot um, from you in this kind of short <laughs> twenty five minutes of kind of. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm, um, trying, I'm trying to think, is there, is there anything that you would add in terms of like standing out um, on like a CV or getting a kind of referral to? Yeah, well, I honestly think it's just getting involved with in the industry that you want to be in as much as you possibly can. I mean, it's not ideal and nor would I recommend it, but I think I was working for free for a bit, but that's <laughs> how I met so many people and they just... I feel like fashion is not, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's massive, but it's not as big of an industry as you think. Like so many people know each other. Yeah. Um, the, the more people you talk to and the more you kind of get yourself out there. And even if you did do a free internship for three weeks, if you're like fortunate enough to, it just helps so much. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing. The other thing I think, um, it's going to sound so cliche, but I think I did quite a few interviews and ASOS was the one that I found to be the most, my interview was most like, I was most myself in, I think. Really? Um, I think, I don't know. I don't know whether, I just felt the most comfortable in that one. And I think that's how I kind of knew that it was the place for me because, um, I mean, I was probably, doing, I was probably rambling on like I am now, but. Um, (laughs) um, I think I just kind of felt at that point that you know what if I get it I get it if I don't I don't I'm just going to be myself in it and it ended up being the one that like went so well so I definitely think that like just try your best and be yourself in it yeah do you know what I mean self-confidence it's so key but yeah it's what it was comes with experience right um yeah exactly 100% because I didn't have any at the time so yeah you're just confidence is yeah for sure key oh wicked all right um I guess that's all so there are plenty of other roles within fashion within the kind of marketing in finance I'm sure I'll cover um in other podcasts but for you you're in a very specific department which is the kind of yeah work closely with the designers that's interesting i'll have i'll have to get you to introduce me to some guys in either finance or marketing so they can oh yeah for sure well this is the thing because like even if you were that like a numbers person and you wanted to be in fashion like there is a role for you you know like you didn't you wouldn't think there was but um yeah even like i mentioned before just like the merchandising side of what we do like i couldn't do that and it's just a lot of like analytics numbers um so even then like I didn't know that existed 
Um, but that's we need so interesting. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, and just like production as well as another role. Um, yeah, every, like production shoot assistants do all the take all the samples, style them. So if anyone's into styling, photography, anything like that, that's like another perfect stepping stone, I suppose, to get into fashion as well. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, there's just like loads of key roles that we literally are just so crucial to everything. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Way too many to explain for you. For oh <laughs> well, God, no. Well, it's a ma yeah, massive, um, massive thing. Wicked. Oh, all right. Well, thanks so much, Joe. Really appreciate of course. it. Cool. Thanks for having me. No worries. Um, I will. Yeah. Well, we'll have we'll have a catch up soon. But thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye bye. That was the lovely Joe Westmoreland there, the buyer's admin assistant from ASOS. Super, super insightful. Thank you so much for your time, Joe. I really do appreciate it. Um, we covered loads of different roles there, uh, you know, from buying to design to marketing. We even dipped a little bit into finance, which is crazy and really cool. If you if you have an interest in fashion or you want to find out more about working at ASOS, working in e-commerce, etc., please click the links below. There's, there are some really helpful links there to certain websites and information pages which will be able to help you out. And please like, share and subscribe, begin and discover, join the journey. Hopefully um, you believe in what we're trying to do here. We're across most social platforms now which is really cool and give me an email it's sam at beginanddiscover.com and i can't wait to hear from you thanks so much